ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to Welcome back, everyone, to the last episode of Season 1 of the Juggalo Rewind. This is Peter. We're here with Chris. Per usual, what's going on, Chris? Oh, it's good to be back. And uh, not your typical format. So a little something different this time here. Yeah, today's a little different. We've been gone for a couple weeks. Uh, I appreciate everyone who reached out and kind of said that it was okay that we took a couple weeks off, but you know, we had some stuff. I had some stuff going on and I didn't really want to sit and record anything, but now we're back tying up season one of Most Tasteless. Get to let it simmer too, you know, get to, get to compare and contrast the two versions after we went through it all, so... Yeah, it took a lot. We had to, <laughs> we had to sit and digest. We did a lot of work over the past what, three months, four months. It was fucking crazy. I'm going to say I that. haven't listened to Bury Me Alive in 20 years, it felt like, and now I can't get it out of my head. So <laughs> hopefully this show is like a parting ways with that song. It's a cleansing of the entire uh, CD. So if you don't know, I don't know why you would just be jumping into this episode, but on the Juggalo Rewind, we go through a CD track by track. This season was Most Tasteless by Twisted. And, you know, each song we talk about, you know, the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts, the whatevers. And then... Uh, the Sumners, the Clarks. <laughs> the, the Chuck the, Morrises. The steaks that are well done. <laughs> and then, Still uh, insane to me. <laughs> and then we uh, wrap it up, which is what this episode is. So if you're listening to us now and you have not listened to the other episodes, we uh, say you should go back. Whether you're an old school fan or you're a brand new fan of Twisted or psychopathic slash juggalo music, Magic Ninja in general. Right, then, this isn't going to be a review of the the album that's been done in depth for uh, way too many episodes to name. Yeah, yeah, we're not going like, uh, hopefully it's a little different than what most would do, but go back and listen if you haven't. And if you have, then you're right where you should be. Yep. All right, let's get to it. This has also no format, so we're <laughs> we're winging it, ladies and gentlemen, just like everything else. So just like a GCW pay per view. Oh wow! <laughs> Hopefully, it's not as bad. Um, I think we should just start off. The, even between the two of us, we haven't really gone through how we're going to do this. I'm just going to go down my list here. I think we should start with a thank you. Is he okay with that? Yeah. This season, we had multiple guests on our, our show to help us out in no particular order. We had our boy Rex coming on. We had boy Kelly. We had Garrett. Uh, the homie Jiggles also made an appearance. That technically is in order. Is it? And then, uh, <laughs> and then no, it's not because Garrett was last. Was he? Yeah. I thought Jiggles was. No, Garrett was on oh. one of the other ones. And then, oh, maybe uh, it was recorded. My brain's fried from that. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Bob, our buddy Bob. Oh, yeah, from, Bob uh, there. Yeah. That's out of order for sure. So we had five guests. Uh, thank you to all five of them who came on. Uh, we appreciate you know their insight. Otherwise, it would just be the two of us talking. So Yeah, we got some nice little uh, well, you know, outsider with, with Garrett and uh, Bob brought up some old memories too that was good to do yeah and jiggles is someone who we've never met before so he's came to us through doing this podcast that's true so. and i still haven't uh interacted with him i missed oh, yeah, out you're right maybe uh we'll get him on for next yeah. season i was scared he was uh, threatening us about she ain't afraid so i, I ducked <laughs> we, out of that one we have a lot of talking about him on this episode so <laughs> that's funny um so yeah thank you to the people who came on here 
Also, I'd like to thank uh, everyone who listened, obviously, all of our friends. We have Chris, Michelle, Kevin, Brendan, Boy Kelly, obviously, because he was on the show, Rhino, uh, Ross, a lot of people who we just have interacted with over the years and who helped and supported and, you know, talked to us on Twitter, Instagram, kind of helped spread the word. So we appreciate you guys. Um, There's also a bunch of people who we either reconnected with or we just met for the first time doing this. So I have a quick list here. Uh, Philly Tony, who like tags us on every post that he makes. (laughs) He's got a trove of uh, vault like material. Yeah, his wrestling figures and old Juggalo content heavy. So we uh, see him at a lot of local shows and hopefully we get him on here in the near future. His buddy Steve from Pittsburgh, who went out of his way to like print flyers. Yeah, he's he's our official street team. Him solo, so (laughs) shout out to the street team. (laughs) So thank you to Steve. Like I think we interacted long, long ago, but it's good to kind of reconnect with him. Um, Other people that just I haven't talked to in forever that we have through this. Um, I don't know if you have connected with all these people. Uh, Steve from Chicago, Sam, who always. Puts her, uh, oh, yeah, puts yeah. us in her stories on Instagram. Uh, Chuck, what's his name? Chuck Reeves. Best uh, beard in the game. Yes. <laughs> uh, Zach, I don't know if you, you've met Zach. We met him at Astronomicon, and then we talked to him downstairs at Fright Fest. Okay, yeah. Um, and we'll be hearing from him a little later. Uh, we didn't talk about this, but Eric, um, so he is, he's from Garden City, and he was uh, Rick's hype man. Okay. So he reached out a little bit ago to me. So we've been talking back and forth. So I haven't talked to him in, God, 15 years. So again, good that people, you know, we've kind of reconnected. Yeah, that's fun. With with people we haven't talked to. So it's sparked, I mean, in our personal memories and nostalgia. So it's cool to have run into people from that time frame. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I think Derek listens. We haven't talked to him in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a good to get this going. And uh, that was kind of the idea of this, right? Like we didn't think. We were going to be rich and famous or get anything from this. It's no, we just... don't got Bankow to help us. <laughs> Jesus, what a reference. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we just, it, if it's anything, doing this podcast is just us, like, talking to you guys, talking to our friends. Mm-hmm. Just We're not all in the same room. We're just putting it out there. And if you listen and you enjoy it and you feel nostalgic and hit us up or talk to each other, that's what it's all about, right? It's, yep. Like one giant Zoom call, we're just not all on. We're just looking to grow more friends, bring you all into the party. Yes, Mario, we meet like the homie Jiggles. That's right. Any of the other guys and gals from all the other Juggalo podcasts, like it's a nice little community that they run. Um, They have a Discord that everyone talks on. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's it's a cool little community. Yeah, Yeah. good stuff. We're just uh, peeking in the door. Hopefully, hopefully everyone's uh, uh, accepting us. <laughs> and then, uh, obviously, I mean, we couldn't have named everyone, so it was just the people I came up with on a quick list. Obviously, thank you to Magic Ninja for letting us do this. Um, I was Good thinking, folks. Yeah, I was thinking today about how this even started, us, like, asking permission. Mm-hmm. And just, <laughs> it's funny how we did it and... Basically, they told us, hey, we know you're going to do a good job, so go for it. You know, we didn't, I don't know. Yeah, we wanted to get their blessing for whatever reason. I mean, there's no need to. You're just BSing. But, I don't know, we're friendly with a few people there and don't want to 
step on anyone's toes. And yeah, why would you want to ruffle any feathers? Yeah. So it was well worth. Want to make sure they were cool. And it's funny because we haven't seen any of them since we since we started this. We thought you know we'd meet up, you know, kind of uh, yeah, pick their brain or something, but just, just, just plowed through this. Didn't happen. Yeah, but, we actually uh, got everything done in a timely fashion. That's why. But they have you know retweeted our stuff and yeah. liked it on you know social media. So obviously, thank you to them. And then uh, before we get too far, uh, the biggest thank yous, I think, <laughs> our families for letting us do this. <laughs> you know, we meet once a week or every other week. Our wives definitely could have been like, get, stop that stupid <laughs> shit. So, Goddamn old ass men. Yeah, we talk, talk about, about your childhood music. <laughs> so obviously, thank you to, uh, to Danielle and to Melissa for letting us do this. And then uh, for me, thank you to Chris, because I couldn't have done this with anyone else. Oh, so, thank you, sir. Tip you of the go. cap. <laughs> he doesn't have a cap. He's <laughs> tip of, tip, the, tip bu- of the Coors Light. <laughs> oh, are we pairing Coors Light today with the... Yeah, you know, we got to keep it light. <laughs> it is a, it's a school night. Yeah, so. you know, we usually on a, on a Friday, so you could kind of... Get heavy with yeah, it. Go balls to the wall on, <laughs> on your pairings. But hey, join us next season, a little teaser, because we're going to be pairing specific beers to each track we'll we'll announce it before the episode so you could join in that shit ain't gonna happen 100 percent is <laughs> it's not gonna we're not gonna know beforehand yep we're not gonna tell anyone and we're probably not gonna do it we are gonna we're gonna pick them and we're gonna <laughs> post it two days before the episode maybe three you know we got to pick a date where they get a little bit of time to run to their store you know because well, some of these might be hard to find depending where you live but it's gonna be a problem especially you know we're in michigan one of the top three craft beer places there's a lot of options locally so we might make a rough for others who want to join in is that a fact it is yeah michigan's a top three something like that like two i think <laughs> it's up there in wine and beer all right yeah well you learn something every day <laughs> maybe we'll have to pierce some the pier pair some <laughs> wine as well you know a little sip I, of the blood depending on what the track at, is i was looking at that too i was at the store and i'm like hey, we have to stick to that could we get like a uh you I mean, t- take a little sip of some, yeah, sip some of fine the blood, whiskey you know? or some, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'll just pair it with different waters and chicken flavors. <laughs> oh, man. That's actually Wing not a flavor. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, here we come. All right. So those are our, uh, you have any thank yous? I'm sorry. I kind of took over on that. No, that's all. I, thank you to uh, Scott Sumner, Mike Clark, Twisted, for giving us something to talk about for 20-something hours. That's true. <laughs> No thanks to Psychopathic from you. Oh yeah, sorry, Psychopathic. That was it. Was their album? <laughs> it was their album. Or Islands, depending on which version you want to talk about. That's true. Uh, all right, enough of that. You know who you are out there. Yep. Everyone's a part of the community, and we thank you. Uh, so we mentioned the homie Jiggles, mm-hmm. so why don't we? Uh, Bring something up from him here real quick. He was the first person to reach out to us via email when we first started this. Yeah, we were we were kind of nervous because, you know, named Homie Jiggles. You're like, oh, what are you going to get? Is this guy going to be kind of off the wall? That yeah. turns out he's a nice, nice, good man. He's a nice gentleman. Yeah, nice, normal <laughs> dude. And we were just like, oh, God, what what are we cutting ourselves into? <laughs> Two feet deep into the Juggalo community. But, uh, you know, we traded emails back and forth. He, uh just a nice normal guy and uh we had our first voicemail from him too and so we will listen to that right here hey juggalo rewind peter chris what's up this is the homie jiggles i just wanted to say good work on the podcast man i'm really digging what you guys are doing 
even though you snubbed me on the Sheena Freen episode. Not that I'm salty about it. I don't have to be on every Juggalo podcast. It's not like that's my thing. I have a life. Anyways. <laughs> Good show, man. I like you guys' style. I like what you're doing. Keep it up. For the Juggalo culture, man. <laughs> For the Juggalo culture. We don't uh, hashtag that enough when we talk here. No, yes. yeah, we need to We need to sp- spread that line more before someone takes it and runs with it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we are doing this for the Juggalo culture. So thank you to Jeremy, a.k.a. the homie Jiggles. for. It was nice to get that, too, from someone in the in the, the community, as we said, the Juggalo. You know, we don't know how people will react doing something, trying to be, like, in-depth about it and fun and lighthearted. So, you know, you fuck something up or you forget something, you get a little nervous, you piss someone off. So it was yeah. nice to have a little uh, blessing from someone early on like that. And he definitely is one of those that, like, uh, I think he maybe mentioned that on his first email. He's kind of like the glue or the web. Like, there's mm-hmm. lots of different podcasts, and he went out there and tried to make a community. Right. You know, and his podcast has people from each one. Yeah, you were part. on there for a minute, weren't you? Or is that uh, a different well, one? Uh, no, no, that's that the one. His, the, yeah. yeah uh, I think we talked about that a couple episodes ago. All right. You probably never listened to it. I did, did actually, when I was taking down the Christmas decorations. <laughs> was- <laughs> it was a very Christmassy episode. So. Uh, hopefully, that was the highest downloaded episode that they had <laughs> from all of our loyal fans who went over and right. listened to it. <laughs> that was episode four of the Juggalo Roundtable that I was on. Uh, the episode, oh, I don't think he has uh, numbers. Fucking time zones, how do they work? <laughs> was the name of that episode. So if you have not gone back and listened to that, go search um, the Juggalo Roundtable and give it a listen. It was quite the entertaining episode. I, when I listened along, I was a little jealous. I'm like, I want to jump in. This sounds like fun. I know. I <laughs> kind of was hoping that we'd both be on one, but maybe next time yeah. we'll just have you. You got to test the waters, you know. They you send have, you out there first. I don't know if you have that long to dedicate to what the heck. <laughs> Depends on the day. It was like two or three hours that we talked. So yeah, You guys you hit know. a lot of topics. It was very off the wall like rapid fire random things popped up yeah the other i think that was the fourth episode that he did and the other one seemed very like they had structure Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay there's gonna be a topic and we're just gonna like debate about it but like yeah the (laughs) one that i was on was just fucking off the rails with like nonsense which i mean that's what we do right right? like so that's right up our alley but i was expecting like oh here's a topic we're gonna debate (laughs) You know, what the best Christmas song was. But yeah. I think sometimes I take shit off the rails, too. I don't think I'm the best podcast guest. You're a better host. You steer the ship for, for all of us. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say that, either. <laughs> but, like, I feel like I was the worst guest on that po- uh, the Pearl Jam podcast that I was on. I'm like, I can't even listen. This is That's so when you decided you had to make a juggalo one. You said, <laughs> my brain's not built for normal music. I did. <laughs> we should thank him, uh, Brandon, on the um, oh, yeah. Better Band podcast, because I totally jacked his idea to do this. <laughs> that was so. the inspiration. Yeah, I felt terrible on that one. I'm like, oh, God, that was awful. And then I can't even listen to us on Greg's podcast. I never went back and listened. But we I were could. both on there? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> About the uh, about TNT. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I didn't listen to it either, but that was fun. It I was, but like I just uh, I don't know. Thinking <laughs> back, I'm I'm not a good guest. So apologies to everyone I've ever been a guest. After you told everyone to listen to your episode, <laughs> well, I'm sure it's good. You, everyone go listen to it, but <laughs> I apologize if it, it wasn't. Uh, you mentioned that he was, or that we were kind of nervous about making a mistake, or you know, mm-hmm. we didn't want people judging us just for having fun and doing our thing. 
Do you uh, want to go into some of the fixes or our Oh, that seems like a good segue, yeah. So we keep track of all the things that we talked about on each episode, and maybe we missed, maybe someone kind of uh, gave us a heads up, and that's what it's all about. If we missed something, let us know. So we just have a quick list here of episode by episode of, I think, notes, Mm -hmm. if you will. All right, let's run down this fairly quickly, because obviously we don't make too many mistakes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so this, this, this looks kind of long, though. Hey, wait a minute, come on now. Uh, episode one was the intro, and we brought up the question, has the alternate intro ever been used live? And I believe we found out the answer is yes. Where was that? Uh, I didn't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I was just told, I think by one or two people. That, oh, they've heard it live. Yes, though, yeah. it has been used live. And that's the alternate version, the one that's on Cryptic. And it one. probably would have been in that time frame, maybe, you know, promoting Cryptic if they're on tour during yeah. that. Because, yeah, it seems kind of random, unless they pull it out for a special. Like a gathering yeah, or something. Yeah, I, I, I would assume that to be more of the case. Uh, let's see. Episode two, secondhand smoke. Uh, we didn't mention that that was also found on Hatchet History. Is it Jiggles who corrected that? Someone corrected it online, and we were like, oh, shit, we're already fucked up on our... <laughs> it's you know, our first time out, and we're already making mistakes. I don't know if he did. He probably did. Yeah, um, I thought it was someone we interact with that mentioned, like, hey, you're missing one on that list. And we're like, oh, man, that's not a good start. Yeah, here we go. Here comes the downpour of, of bad press. <laughs> bad press. <laughs> it's like the press is coming after us. But, yeah, that was just a quick one that we mm-hmm. missed. Um, so Hatchet History is another uh, dumping ground of that was songs, yeah. yeah for sure. I think they actually had I don't know for this song in particular, but they had good notes that we should have used. Yeah, it's true. We didn't dig that book out. Yeah, but that yeah. one you always kind of forget about. I feel like it was a cool CD. Yeah, like it was a good mix, and it ended with a new track. Yeah, that was the one that was like uh, the this is it, one's- it's time. Yeah, isn't it? This one's for the people. No, <laughs> that's, that's a totally different song. <laughs> it had that type of vibe, though, right? It, it was kind it, of very, like, happy family Yeah, it was like, the, it's time, I told you how great you are. Yeah, yeah, that one. That was a fun one. Yeah, there was one or two new songs. Like yeah. that. I think it also ended, did they have, like, the We Will Never Die Alone on there? Mm. Maybe that is how that ends, yeah. Swing our hatch. <laughs> you seen that live a little bit ago at the Token Lounge. Remember they closed with that? that there? Yeah. Jay was swinging his chain around. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do remember that. I don't know if that song's on that CD, to be honest. But that's <laughs> well, this isn't a show about Hatchet History, so can't get mad at us if we fuck that one up. Yeah, don't get mad at us. But, We're making uh, fuck-ups in the fuck-up <laughs> correction section. <laughs> don't correct us on our corrections. Uh, another thing about Secondhand Smoke that we didn't talk about was in our notes. There was a music video for Secondhand Smoke, but it was a Magic Ninja version. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, you know, 15, 20 years later, they redid it. Yeah, and those, wasn't that one of those that just kind of was, like, thrown together? Like, Yeah. Uh, there was a run of, like, cheap, not, I don't want to call them cheap, but, like, quick videos that were put out in yeah, that time. Yeah, Bla- Blaze had one or two. I think yeah. they had one or two. And it was good, but, yeah, we just wanted to put it out there that there is a music video, but not mm-hmm. original, if you will. Uh, if we're keeping the tradition going, episode three, <laughs> more mistakes. <laughs> die, motherfucker, die. This, this isn't a mistake, but at this point, I think we still didn't really know what we were doing mm-hmm. with each episode. And there's a lot of, uh, what do you call it? Like pop culture references that yeah. we didn't mention. So people who just pick up on Twisted or who are younger, well, the line, uh, 
talking about beating the cops like they should beat them like Rodney King. Right. I don't know if people know who Rodney King is. Yeah, if you're young and you're listening to Twisted for the first time on Warp Tour and dive it in now, yeah. it might be something you forget or don't know. That was, uh, I mean, my childhood. So that had to be, uh, I guess we didn't do that, the early 90s, right? 94, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening, literally listening to a podcast series on it right now, and I didn't even like... Yeah, I think what the date was, but yeah, early 90s. Um, so Rodney King was a man in Los Angeles who got arrested mm-hmm. and abused by the cops, and then riots Someone started. caught it on tape. Like, that was like one of the first times you've caught something like that on tape. Yeah, and that was a huge deal back then, oh, yeah. obviously. So, I mean, talk about what happens now. That was 20 years ago when yeah. it happened. So, so yeah. The insinuation of the song is that cops who do that to people should get the same treatment right. back to them. So, which eh, we can all agree with, right? That's that's not a controversial take. Like, <laughs> no. If you're a shitty person, then you should yeah. you know, take. Don't matter you, what your job is, if you're shitty, yeah, <laughs> you should get paid back. Wow, I take. <laughs> um, one thing that we did fuck up on that episode that I know Jiggles corrected us on. Uh, there is a remix of Die Motherfucker Die, and it's technically called the <laughs> Jalapeno Nacho Cheese Wig Split Remix. I remember that, like, laughing at that name yeah. of the remix and totally forgot about it. Yeah, so that's on For the Fam, which was a twisted, uh, not like a giveaway, but like yeah, a EP. Tour exclusive or something? Uh, it was super short, like four or five songs. Yeah, I, it thought was it tiny. Was, I thought it was free, but it could have been yeah. just like a giveaway deal. it was anything to write home about to be perfectly honest but <laughs> it's one of those ones that we, we discussed this somewhere else about like the remixes on cryptic collection or forgotten fresh or something where they're just like they switch up the beat for like you know they didn't really put a lot of time it felt just like oh this beat sounds good throw it on there and it doesn't like mash it all well yeah it's there's a fine line between us wanting to hear something that was old and different mm-hmm. and then something like 20 years later they're just like yeah let's just Switch up the beat and make it sound like yeah. spooky or weird. Like it's like, eh, I don't. We don't really need that. Yeah, slow it down, speed it up a little bit, but it just feels off. How often are those any better than the original? And that's the thing. You're doing a song that's a banging classic. Yeah, you're not doing it any justice by. Yeah. Uh, but you did get a great name for that remix. <laughs> so weird. When I saw that email, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Then I'm like, oh god, that was something. Uh, episodes four and five, no mistakes. Right there, knocked it out of the park, no problems. <laughs> Hell don't, yeah. don't come back with any corrections now. You fucking missed your window to call <laughs> us out. Uh, but then we get to episode six, first day out. I don't even understand what this note means. <laughs> Frank Fest 2013. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So that was more of a story. These aren't all fixes. These okay. are like finishing so stories. We're hitting our stripe here after the first yeah. three episodes still. Um, we talked about how... There was a sh- twisted show where I got called out within two seconds at like looking at my phone and being bored, and that was Fright Fest 2013. It was in Mount Clemens. Mm-hmm. It was, I believe, me, you, and our friend Chris from Denver. 
Okay. Because he was there because we all ate at that bar next door. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went to the show. So that all kind of makes sense. And I remember going to the show and being like, we're standing around and like some opener is just ending or it's taking forever. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going back to the bar. I remember going back to the bar and having a beer and a shot by myself there. I'm like, man, I'm full serve mode over here. Coming back and still like, you know, typical shows of that time yeah. taking forever to get going. I feel like there used to be shows at that venue all the time. Was it the Emerald? Yes. Yeah. And that just haven't been there and maybe since then. No, I haven't seen that name even like pop up. Like no, I haven't. I was at the party store earlier and I've seen Metro Times on a rack and wanted to grab it <laughs> yes. just to flip through because I'm like, man, I haven't flipped through those in forever. But that's like the only place I felt like I seen that world. I don't see it on <laughs> social media promoting shows. No, it's could I be closed know. for all we know at this point. It probably is. I just saw something about they're building some. Uh, like a new brewery or a new bar in downtown Mount Clemens. And the person who mentioned it is like, oh, great, another shitty, stale, just <laughs> basically like vanilla bar that, you know, tried doing something different. Yeah. Like a, a smoothie place or a sushi place, but it's all just like straight redneck, shitty bars. Clems trying to get a little flavor yeah. in, not working. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not working out there. So sorry to all you Eastsiders who <laughs> enjoy going to a. Uh, the hayloft or wherever the fuck. Fun fact, the emeralds were Uncle Cracker almost puked on us, right? Uh, that happened more than once, I think. <laughs> but yes, uh, a lot of fun stuff happened at the emerald. Watch, well, who wants to see me rap? He kept yelling or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Who wants to see me freestyle? Freestyle. Um, man, me and Andrew went to a real bad show there on my birthday. Uh, but yeah, that's... Your a, birthday's known for <laughs> shit venues. <laughs> and shit shows. Um God, we we did that Gordy show there. Yeah, um, I have a photo of that of us with with uh, the Green <laughs> Squad. Ooh. Yeah, there's a ton of funny stuff at that venue. That oh, well, <laughs> rest but, in peace, Emerald. We yeah. assume you're gone. <laughs> we assume you're gone, but you may not be. Uh, episode seven. Somebody dissing you. We were t- talking about Val Kilmer movies, <laughs> and just off the top of my head, I think we were talking about why was he famous? Like yeah. before, like oh, you were Batman, but what the hell were you? Before Batman, little did we think he was in The Doors, he was in Top Gun, Willow, and Tombstone. Yeah, Tombstone oh. and Top Gun, two like monster yeah. movies. Uh, it wasn't before Batman, it was before Heat. Heat, yeah, because yeah. we were discussing the line. Uh, but yeah, fuck, The Doors and Top Gun, like, how do we forget those? But I just, I wasn't thinking. I'm like, oh yeah, he's a fucking Batman. And like, uh, fucking, you, you brought up Tombstone, and that's one I haven't even seen, so... It's still a big, it's one of yeah, those Yeah, it's a huge like, movie. Everyone, that's one I get yelled at when I say I haven't seen it. People get mad at me for it. Yeah, there was something recently. I had one of those. And I'm just like, yeah. I have Shawshank as my top one. That everyone's like, you haven't watched that yet? We watched that the other day. It was like on, well, this is one of those movies that's on like TBS, just like Randomly nonstop. All the time, yeah. I think we watched it like twice in a row. Heat was on earlier. I was flipping between the oh, football nice. and uh, Michigan basketball. I almost... That's one I can't. I've never seen, so I can't. Yeah, dive you can't in just on. jump in. No, that. I can't even jump into movies that I've already seen halfway. Like I feel weird. Yeah. Like oh, I've seen Big Daddy a thousand times, <laughs> but like you never see the beginning. Goodfellas is a good one for that too. It's always on, especially Christmas time, and you catch <laughs> the same part every time. Uh, a couple other good episodes we had. No, no mistakes. Episode ten. She ain't afraid. Oh man, Jiggles called us two virgins talking yeah. and being afraid to talk about. I thought we lost, lost our newfound. F- internet friendship because yeah. he was like man you guys 
That's all you never had sex in your life. One from being our boy to just like berating us. So. Like, what did you want a thesis on this song? Well, how else are we supposed to tackle this? Yeah, you want us to jump into the pink phones? Oh, yeah, something's getting jumped in there. So uh, we've kissed and made up since then. <laughs> uh, but also, we didn't really mention that was the only Sumner song with an ICP verse. Yeah, nice little note there to catch. Yeah, I, so in our what do you call it history of most tasteless i'm sure we talked about it for fucking two hours on that episode so we don't want to go back but like was that recorded and done and then brought to the table and then shaggy threw something on top of it feels like that the way his part is yeah or i don't know there's somebody still still so many questions about how all those songs came to be right did they have the sumner songs did they still go back to the disc, even though they were signed to Psychopathic. Yeah, see, my assumption is they had all those songs done already, because they were already recording at the disc for I don't, HOK, right? I don't know. I don't think so. God, there's so many... I don't know. We're still debating this years later. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll have a uh, bonus the, the <laughs> callback episode, because, yeah, that's something I'd love to get to the bottom of. Is if To me, it feels like they recorded those... And, like before they were signed, like they brought because they brought those demos to the table. So I imagine there's a bunch of others, probably some on the cutting room floor that are lost forever. Yeah, they're still sitting at the desk. Yeah, could you imagine finding some B sides from the most tasteless early sessions? It'd be cool. I do know of a CD, a CD, an album, <laughs> uh, an album that Twisted made that with another musician, and that person has a bunch of cutting room floor oh, really? songs. Yeah. And it's like they offered them, and I don't. Maybe when that time comes and they have like a twentieth anniversary or whatever the fuck, maybe mm. they'll get together. But uh, yeah, I mean, that just there's shit out there for everyone. So. It's wild. I feel like for both of them, psychopathic, magic ninja artists, they put out tons of material and tons of albums. They don't go deep onto that like legacy, like box set of like ICP did it with Riddlebox and Malenko, but they didn't. They didn't even go that deep of like you know you listen to, like. Yeah, it's all Dylan or someone, or even Wilco. His bands put out these massive box sets of B sides and like alternate takes. I don't know. They though was listening to ICP on their Patreon. They were talking about someone they were recording with. Like went back and like found old Hell's Pit takes oh, for like the Freon Freshness, yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, we didn't even know they were." They're like lost in the computer. So I'm like, I imagine these guys probably at the time didn't give a fuck. They're like, oh, these aren't good songs. Let's move along. Like shit can them. Probably a ton lost or buried somewhere interesting to think about yeah I, you're an artist you know you make those songs how do you just how do they disappear i i'm a big carly jepson fan and she said she had over 100 songs recorded for emotion uh the best album she ever made so i'm like man <laughs> i want a massive box out of all 100 songs <laughs> but maybe they didn't make it for a reason right oh yeah i'm sure some of them are terrible but some she's put out like separately as b-sides and they're they just don't fit the 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 album you know they're still fire I'll have to put that on my list of songs or CDs to listen to. <laughs> or was that on your... What year did that come out? That uh, wasn't recent. 17, 18, was 16. It was my number one album for sure. It was, was top to bottom. Making sure. Pop masterpiece. Making sure it wasn't on your 21 list. <laughs> no, you listen to that. My number one was Japanese Breakfast. I didn't share it with everyone. Maybe I'll do that this week. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I got most of the way through it, then I had to give up. Didn't even get it. to the top album. Yeah, there's a couple in a row that I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. 
Um, oh, man. Episode 11. What the fuck? We have a lot of notes on that one. So let's try to blaze through these. <laughs> um, in the cryptic collection notes, because there was a alternate version of what the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it mentioned that it was the B side for how does it feel? There's for what? <laughs> like they, that wasn't a single. It wasn't a, a CD. Mm-mm. So I have no idea what the fuck they were talking about there. I just think that was. They feel they feel the same though. Those two songs, which is weird. That would be a B side. So I we should have mentioned that, but I don't even know what the fuck it means. <laughs> um, we also have a note that in the cryptic collection notes for that, it may have helped with the timeline of when it was written. Mm-hmm. But again, we've gone through that like fucking crazy so there's a million different versions of just in our heads of right especially know, as we've done this yeah we bounce what, around on what that. was recorded when and how and that's yeah, a fucking mess we didn't mention i don't think that the halloween three samples are not on the reissue version so yeah. i know we talked about that like crazy but i don't think we said that it was only on the original yeah i don't know if like that just gets lost because you don't really listen to the reissue now we just assumed it was there because you know that it's a, a track that's on both versions, so you just yeah. assume they didn't change it. But yeah, that's scrap from there. Knocked off, and then uh, I think we insinuated this, but we were told specifically, I think by Rhino, mm-hmm. that uh, the version on the '98 sampler is slightly slower overall i didn't overlay them like when we started this podcast i'm like i'm gonna take every version <laughs> and like put them one on top of the other and watch the wave and look right. for i ain't doing that shit that is not happening you get us to a point that this is our job we'll do that for you yeah <laughs> well when the patreon money starts rolling in and i can quit my real job and just edit this podcast yeah. but when i'm doing it on a wednesday night at the dining room table no i am he not. always texts me like i'm gonna be a little late i'm like <laughs> I'm going to be yelling for it. I don't <laughs> yeah, it's, we can't like overlay. It sounds like a good idea. But, yeah. Um, but yes, that, that was a little slower on that version. Episode 12 was perfect. No issues. <laughs> Episode 13, 85 bucks an hour. Why do I have Madrox's green hat? Did we, didn't we talk enough about that? <laughs> we, we went in depth on it. Did we bring up that it was, that we thought maybe it was the one he wears in Big Money Man, Hustlers? That is that what that. the, that the note was? stupid i don't know why we make notes about shit um and then another thing that we mentioned i think in an earlier episode i want to say it was the one with boy kelly but then it came back here a reference to 85 bucks an hour in regards to mike clark came through a white boy rick album so white boy rick is a local rapper he had a cd for that it'd be like 2002 yeah that's right trash b-boy He has a song. It's funny. It's two different songs. Mike Clark produced some of that CD. He has a song where Mike Clark raps, which like hadn't happened since like uh, the Christmas Christmas before. Yeah. (laughs) But then there's another song on it where, I mean, it's not great, but uh, it's just like the. I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it's choppy, how the verses mm-hmm. are. And he's like talking to Mike Clark, who's like recording yeah. it. And he says, uh, like, Mike like is talking shit to him. Like, <laughs> this, like your flow is stupid. This is terrible. <laughs> and Rick says, well, then why'd you record it? And he goes, 85 bucks an hour. Yeah. So it's just <laughs> another reference to his price. I think this is hot. Fuck no. But, yo, it's got the poppy, the, the, the poppy chorus. 
Price stayed pretty flat there, not flat like a level, you know, from '98 to 2002. Yeah, <laughs> inflation didn't kick him there. <laughs> he, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> he didn't have to go back and say, you know, I've. Uh, what was the song that he wrote for Kid Rock? Um, all summer long. Also, yeah, <laughs> all summer long, bumped that up. Yeah, that rate. He tacked at least a, a one in front of that. <laughs> one eighty-five an hour. Yeah, it's fucking triple digits now. <laughs> Oh, good old Mike Clark. <laughs> um, episode, oh, I meant to look at this. Uh, episode 14, Renditions of Reality. At the end of it, the track that talks about what the uh, hotline number mm-hmm. is. I, is the hotline number on the actual CD? In the CD? booklet, yeah. I don't, I don't remember. I don't think it is. It may not be in the original. Maybe they tacked it on to the, the, the reissue. The reissue, I feel like, has it, but not the original. Yeah, like for all those... Old psychopathic CDs, you'd always see it like in the booklet or on yeah. the bottom of the back. The and P.O. The, box, too, sometimes. Yeah, I don't recall if that was there. It'd be kind of stupid if it was and they put it as a track, but. Yeah, I don't think it was, but. I had a cliff note here. <laughs> a little cliffhanger, boy. But also, uh, I feel like they had a different number somewhere along the line. So I wonder if they had an original and that was the new one. Mm-hmm. I don't know what makes me think that. Don't don't quote me on that one. <laughs> and then uh, last but not least, uh, episode 15 for Rock the Dead. Oh, we were talking about how Jamie's verse, um, not the verse, but the one where he talks about like, you know, 100 years from now, yeah, they're all dead. Like the rant. Little, yeah. <laughs> uh, what they do live with that, I've seen both. So... There's some where they would just cut the song before then and go to the next song. Yeah. And then on the a video I saw from the Most Tasteless tour, like the one from a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, they would just let it play. He wouldn't say it. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of playing in the background. Which makes sense for the tour. You're going to do the full song. So yeah, yeah so, dropped it in there. That was just a little little note ski on that one. Um, and that's it. That's all stories and fixes. Well, those are all the fixes. Um, we got a couple of so stories. So do not call us out from here on out we're good good to go we nailed most tasteless doors closed (laughs) everything is um tidied up we play putting that little sound clip from a freak show where the gate closes (laughs) we hear that like every movie and every tv show all the time (laughs) uh and while we're talking about that i think we can tie this into another story here so let's go back to the old uh what do you call it the voicemail (laughs) the old mailbox (laughs) Back to the mailbox. Uh, we got a call from Zach, who we talked about earlier. Let's listen to what he dropped for us. Hey, Pete. Hey, Chris. It's Zach. At Zulagrams. Hey, I was just wondering, could Pete talk about uh, Psychopathic Traders, his involvement, how that all got started, and talk about juggalo cultural relevance. I mean, that's led into, like, Psychopathic Museum, one of the most active juggalo pages on the Internet today. Anyways. Just like to hear about that. All right, keep it up, boys. Hell yeah. Zach, good brother. I knew him from years and years ago. And then I feel like we've run into him at different shows randomly over the past couple mm-hmm. of years. Him and his girlfriend. Um, God, I can vividly like think of the, the Fright Fest after parties. 
You went to at least one or two of those, right? Oh, yeah. At the Fright Majestic. Fest, I feel like I'd always be in the mix. And uh, we always see them there. And then we've seen them a lot lately. So it's good that we uh, run back into Zach. So let's talk about two things that he mentioned here that we didn't really talk about throughout the season. Mm-hmm. But I think this can lead into our next section. Here. Mm-hmm. So he talks about, I mean, uh, like the relevance of the merch and right. how we've kind of come through all of that. So if we're going back now 20 years, if no one's, no one who knows us has picked up on this, yeah. um, there was a website in 98 that started called Psychopathic Traders. Uh, it ended up bouncing back and forth between the guy who started it, I think his name was Aaron, mm-hmm. it went to our buddy James, it went to Tom, and eventually, I picked up on it. So, through the years, I mean, we had our friend Brendan, um, a ton of other people had their hands in it. But that was like something that, for a long time, was like my—I don't want to say my stamp on the Juggalo yeah. culture. But that's like, how I met you. We like <laughs> helped run that website and their message board, and it was just that message board was awesome back in the day that was the spot (laughs) yeah and you just you learned either what was out there whether it was like trading like physical wise or Mm -hmm. just shows meeting people so much shit came from that and that came and went honestly and i just with technology i guess you could say and now that has spawned uh Facebook groups. Yeah, because that was around before any social media, so that's your spot to meet everyone, you know? Yeah, people now maybe don't realize what the power that a message board was. It was like, there was no Facebook, none of that shit. It was just, that's where you went. You posted something, and it was just a (laughs) slow-churning conversation. Yeah. Um, It's not your Discord or whatever, it was just... You come back every uh, day or two and see if your post is still popping <laughs> off. You had like a funny picture as your signature. Like it was, it was cool. It was. I remember more, I used to post my year-end album things, and there was a guy who'd always post year-end movies, and we'd always Sam Sam yeah. Sanchez. The, the, <laughs> yeah, that's what's his name. Yeah, we'd always go back and forth, being like, "Oh man, I want to check these out." I'd check out his movies. He'd check out the albums. We'd become friends on there, and I don't know if I've ever even met him or not. Yeah, I don't think he came to shows. Yeah. Like, but. Uh, that was a whole nother thing. Like people just kind of flocked there, and it was like the newer version of the AOL chat rooms. Yeah, it was like a, a bigger, I don't know, broader reach, but it was attached to the website, and uh, which is basically about buying, selling, and trading merch. That was um, the thing of that era. Yes. Like, if you define things in the era, that era was the merch era <laughs> for sure. Which is crazy because now it's. Oh. There's so much, yeah. But then it was like rare and like special one-offs. You're chasing them, and yeah, it was a. You didn't know what was out there. It was like the unknown. Yeah, you'd find something <laughs> new and it'd pop up on there. It was real cool. And then, so that like died off. No offense to whoever the fuck is running it now, because it's just a shithole of of nonsense. Oh man, (laughs) call on someone out. It's terrible. Like (laughs) we look back, if you look at the website now, ninety percent of it is stuff that me and James and Tom and Brendan and Joel and Chris from Canada, like that we all put in there. Like we, I don't remember even what what part of my life we were doing. Like, was I in college doing that? <laughs> just not caring about school, but just like, oh, we got to update this and make it cool. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris from uh, from Denver yeah. was a big part of it, too. I totally forgot. Um, 
Rex was in it with like everyone, like was helping out, chipping in. It was like a Beckett too at the time. Like the prices would be updated, yeah. like adjusted depending Which, on like what stuff was sold. If, if we could go back in time, I would do things differently. Mm-hmm. But it was still like so ahead of its time. You know, you had your real Juggalos and your Juggalo Nation and the Sixth and Fago yeah. lovers. That was right up there. It was just a niche. You didn't talk about like the news and stupid no, shit. No, there was like nothing. That. It, was, it was just merch. Yeah, and. uh <laughs> Everyone still latches on to it. I mean, that's still a big part. So you go on Facebook right now, and the Psychopathic Museum is like the biggest mm-hmm. uh, merch group, if you will. Yeah, that um, seems like it took the torch of that and ran with it. And there's people there who've been there for, from Psychopathic Traders for you know, 20, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Like they still know each other from there, so... Oh, that uh, doctor who had the crazy music collection? Brad is still around. <laughs> is he? Oh, yeah. He, uh... He may follow us. I mean, oh. He probably doesn't listen, but I definitely see his posts. Well, start listening, often. Brad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I always see posts for like him and his wife are like super into fitness, and I see their yeah. posts all the time. Count something, right? Was his name Count Fatty? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Brad. Yeah, there's just so many names that we oh, can yeah, pull the from. Names. <laughs> but it was definitely, uh, I don't know, the first part of the Juggalo culture, I guess, that we all dipped our toes in, or. I mean, even the, like, culture, just, like, the internet and bringing everyone... You know, but that was part of the Juggalo culture, was collecting, so yeah. For sure. It's been in your blood. <laughs> <laughs> and that ties into something that we talked about earlier in the season, with the uh, the real story about behind the paint, about why I'm in the credits. Oh, I got mine up. It's next to my bed stand, I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, rereading it and uh, taking notes. I should have brought it down here for the signing. <laughs> so, I am in there because... They did the discography in the back, and whoever it was, it, I think it was Nathan, not like nerdy Nathan, but they had a second Nathan. Yeah. He emailed me, and he's like, hey, just looking for pictures or stories. or I don't think they took the stuff word for word from mm-hmm. PT, but they definitely like used some stuff. and I Yeah, fill in all the gaps, I'm sure, that they're missing. Yeah. It was real weird. Talk about like... Uh, technology at the time like they didn't have screenshots of their own videos so I think I took them and sent them to them like I don't remember if they used them or not but yeah the amount of work I did was fucking minimal I mean they just I worked on a website that they took yeah, shit took, from. Stuff, took information from but uh yeah I remember like staying up late and trying to put stuff together for them because I'm like oh this is cool right but then yeah I didn't expect anything out of it but it was cool that my name's in the book for sure so. Especially because it's not like a giant list of names. It's just just you and his brother. (laughs) So that's, uh, hopefully that answers. You should be uh, running the gathering with him. With who? With With Jumpsteady. Jumpsteady? Well, there's always time. I am a businessman, so if he needs help, I'm here for him. So hopefully uh, that's enough of PT talk for Zach. Uh, follow Zach on Instagram at Zoolagrams. That's a X U L I G R A M S. He does lots of spooky pictures with the uh, Ala Zool masks. The Zool masks are sweet. I feel like I'm going to wind up breaking out and buying one. Oh, gee. <laughs> Especially the more we do this. <laughs> I didn't pick up that it was him doing that for a little bit. I'm like, oh, this is a funny. You know, yeah, because uh, I always see that name pop up, like he's always interacting and stuff. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, God, that's him. That was so funny. So we definitely liked that before we knew it was him. So while we're talking about merch, you want to run through? 
Yeah. I, I really, let, let's go back and say what I wanted to do with all this. We still could. We could maybe we get a bonus. Do you, want, do you want to just cut this and make it a... I think we can run through it. Or we'll run want, through it, but if you want to go in depth later, I think maybe. I think we can we can do it here. Right. It's fine. Because I wanted like a different guest, and it just it okay. didn't work out. So I was thinking of doing a merch... I'm sorry. We were thinking of doing a merch episode. <laughs> yeah, I was fully in, in this brainstorm session. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It just didn't work out. So we figured let's just talk about some of the merch that came from the most tasteless era. But if you would like to see a merch episode in the future seasons, let us know. Comment. Yes. Like, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> like, subscribe. Even on uh, Spotify now, you can yeah. you can give a review. Find us everywhere and tell everybody. That's the Anyways, on to the merch. Uh, let's just run through this real quick. Again, we're also not visual, so that kind of... Makes it a little weird. Yeah, yeah but I think we can still do this. Uh, we're going through t-shirts for Most Tasteless Era. There was an original... Uh, we should also start by saying... They have redone everything. Yeah, we're so, just going to do that era. Of- yeah, this is straight original. I know they've done 18 versions of the Most Tasteless <laughs> shirt. I know they redid the Serial Killers poster, but it was like a flag and a poster. There was poster. a poster, now there's a flag, I believe. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're just sticking to what yeah. came out in 1997. And we're not doing the, the different, like, remember... Uh, Tunnel of Love or not? Yeah, Tunnel of Posters. They like remember when they repopped it for yeah. Gathering, it was like there's like two slight lines or something <laughs> that makes it different. Yeah, like yeah, this is just a brief overview. Yeah, just a little of what was snapshot out there. Was there. Uh, there was an original Most Tasteless shirt. It had different font. It was red and it had twisted and diagonal. I do not see that. It's like that bad core T-shirt from WWE. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it is. <laughs> um, so that was always super hard to find. Not a ton of those out there. And that was the first one. Uh, then you had the most tasteless, like you would know. Like oh, the top five t-shirt just, ever in Juggalo culture. Yes. And you had the promo version, which was black with a red lettering. Mm-hmm. And they showed that in the, is that Hocus Pocus? Yeah, where he's breaking into the ATM. Yeah. Oh, it's so sweet. <laughs> so that was like the original promo version. That was kind of hard to find. But then you had your red, blue, green, purple, black. So there was, I think, at least those five colors. Um, I had a blue one, I believe. I think I had the red one. I think currently I have a green redo. Yeah, I need to get and a repop. I have a black redo. They got the purple on the repops? I need one of those. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, for the continuous evolution, mm-hmm. I think they redid those, and it's like the spider web okay. in the logo, which I'll take. It's yeah. pretty much the I same. I need an OG like, rip-off yeah, rip no. or reprints. <laughs> those are cool. The black one had silver lettering, and then they had a black on black, which there was not a ton of. I think I I, I've already seen that. I had one, and I sold it or traded it to Brendan. Okay. So he's, I don't think he still has that. He may. I don't know. Um, so those are your straight-up Most Tasteless Logo shirts. They also had a backdrop shirt, which was like the, it was the Hoods picture, but it had like red circles behind it, like literally the backdrop of their, their set. Yeah. Um, I'm never a fan of shirts with just the picture on it, you know? Unless yeah. it's like black and white or something, or if it's just a, just a like block photo like i hate you yeah, know it wasn't like it was like the 
Hood's like cartoon photo. Okay, oh, yeah, it's like cartoons, cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, now I know what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, not very many of those. Like, there's a story. Oh fuck, we'll say it. <laughs> we knew where they got their shirts printed, mm-hmm. and so me and Tom and Rex, a bunch of people, would like always go there. There's like a storefront, and they had like a hand handful, maybe one of <laughs> Once, these, like slightly off or something. Yeah, they probably Tom sell them. Tom bought it, but I don't think they ever sold them. Yeah. So it was like a real shirt, but. <laughs> they never, you know, so you only had a handful of those, if any. Um, I don't know where that is in the world currently. Then also, as we've talked about, obviously, serial killers, Michael Myers and Jason, hold a big part in the Twisted lore oh, yeah. at this time. So you had serial killer shirts. There was a long sleeve and a short sleeve with Michael Myers and Jason on the front. It kind of had like a little outline around them. Mm-hmm. They also had ones that had the same back. It said serial killers, kind of like in a, not like a spray paint font, but like a graffiti font. Yeah. And on the front, it had twisted in either red, blue, or green lettering. Just kind of like a weird font. I'm trying to feel like I don't remember that. Oh, man, you should click the link. <laughs> I don't think they work on our sheet. Yeah. Um, it's like a broken link. Stupid <laughs> angel fire from 20 years ago. You also had once the... Um, Reissue came along. You had the cartoon faces of Madrox and Monoxide. Yeah. I never had the shirt, but I remember having like multiple of the stickers and just oh. slapping on everything. <laughs> they had their own individual shirts. You had your Most Tasteless album cover. You had Black Magic, which was like that shitty poster with them, like with like the buildings behind oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very strange. There's a shirt of that, and then you had the Madrox Monster and the Smoking Monoxide, which had like the same backs, but it, yeah. Just, Was that the first mall shirt for them? You're, you're getting there, I believe <laughs> so. Uh, you also had this weird one that was just had like skulls and axes on the front, and it said Most Tasteless on the back, but it's like, what the fuck? This is so bad. But again, shit like that, now we're at the time. Yeah, oh, yeah, rock that for sure if you had that now <laughs> but now it's like that stuff just popped up in like rock of ages or yeah rock, hot topic man or, rock of ages we talked about that earlier in the season of a juggalo uh landmark hotspot and i haven't been in, in there in forever and like in the back but the back part would just be like rows and rows of t-shirts yeah. from bands it was insane how many shirts they would sell there now it's rows and rows of fish food <laughs> uh and it's Getting a little off topic from most places, but then you had your cryptic collection cover, yeah, uh, both versions, and then uh, Rock the Dead tour, which was their first solo tour, which is a pretty sweet shirt. And still in the era of most places. What's on the tour shirt? Um, I want to say it was a picture of the just them, like a like a photo of them. Okay, uh, I may get getting that confused with another one. Um, I'm thinking of like that reissue photo, but that wouldn't match up timeline. No, no, it was a. I, I can picture it in my head. Everyone just Google it. Rock <laughs> the Dead tour. We'll we'll share it on Instagram. It's weird because yeah, in in my head now, it's like a freak show era picture. Maybe they were just changing their look, like mm-hmm. monoxide. I can picture them with like the longer fucking yeah things and like an axe behind them. Maybe I'm mixing that up, but yeah, I know which no, I know which photo you're talking about. That's this era, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, sh- we'll share. We, will. we We have that picture. Sorry, we'll... three on the spot. <laughs> no, I should have. Uh, we're not a visual podcast, so that's our problem. 
those are all the t-shirts uh jerseys not as many but i mean the classic though classic. it's like the one of the best the uh hockey jerseys with the most tasteless faces logo on the front and they were different backs yeah, there were reissues, like some had most tasteless and the number one, mm-hmm. some just had the number one. Fucking color scheme. Fire. Yeah, but you And the quality about, too, like the Junko ones are just top notch. Yeah. But no, like the colors are terrible. <laughs> oh man. But it's classic. Because it doesn't like, match the <laughs> it doesn't match anything. If you told someone there's like a black jersey with like brown and blue and white stripes, you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I but thought it looked great. It does. Like it's it's <laughs> classic. Uh Psychopathic slash Magic Ninja. Right. Because they've re- they must have redone that. They have, but I don't know if they're like fully the same. Same color scheme, I think. Yeah. Did, didn't they wear those at the Juggalo Day when they came out? Maybe you're right. But not the originals. Yeah, and they they kind of like, went they went that route. This is a whole other discussion of like quality of jerseys. But they went that route where they were everyone got those real thin hockey jersey where it's just like screen printed. And then I feel like. For a while, Magic Ninja went back to like doing high quality, like straight up hockey jerseys. Yeah, it's hard to get better than those original. Yeah, those first runs are just off the wall, sweet. Yeah, those, the Malenkos, the Jekyll Brothers is my favorite. Yeah, even just the plane, just the Hatchet Man, Mm -hmm. like those first five jerseys, it really doesn't get much better than those. And then you also had like these weird twisted letters. Um, Actually, those are kind of sweet. It's black with the silver lettering. Yeah, they look cool. The football one, like you said. Yeah, there's a football and a hockey, and there's different versions with, you know, what was on the sleeve and what's not. Uh, and then they had hockey ones with neon green lettering. It was just the outline, which is more in the font that you know, mm-hmm. whereas the silver ones were like a different font. Yeah. Uh, those are kind of shitty, but the silver ones, black and silver lettering. Are yeah, just, it's very plain, which you wouldn't think look good, but for whatever reason, those were sweet. Yeah, in retrospect, super classic. Yeah. Like, those came out again right now. They may have just re-released those. With all the 20th anniversary yes, stuff? <laughs> I think they did. So if you're looking for a reprint of that, there you go. And then if you've followed us on Instagram, you've seen pictures of Chris's bedroom. <laughs> Some of these posters are there. <laughs> he is a monster and had these all over his room. Man, I need to reissue the Sierra Killer because I sold mine off. I love that poster. That was a good one. That was just, that was them, right? It was them in the hoods. And then it's the, the it's them in the middle, and it's like kind of like spacey looking in the back, yeah. like greenish galaxy. And then Michael Myers and Jason yeah. inside, like just straight up stealing <laughs> property from. <laughs> well, they probably sold them on like. Yeah, you could probably get away with that shit on a poster, and right? especially at that time where like there wasn't this huge fucking boom of selling those, t- you know, yeah. Jason Michael Myers stuff. It's okay that you can just sell those on tour. I mean, they're selling them now. It's Yeah, you said it's just a poster, but it's kind of funny to think. Uh, We skipped over, but that's okay. Uh, (laughs) Most tasteless posters. There was one. uh, They're both the same, but one had coming soon on the bottom, Mm -hmm. uh, which made it harder to find. Around the corner, which might see. Yours is not coming soon, I can guarantee. Chris is getting up and looking. No, mine says most tasteless. Yeah, so it's just like them with like a purplish background, right? Yeah. Them in the hoods. With like the lightning behind it. Yeah. Um, funny well, story. Well, 18 by 24. It's a nice yeah, size. Yeah, it's a nice, nice small size. The uh, coming soon one I got from Tom, mm-hmm. and then I think he always wanted it back. <laughs> it was one of those where like, you know, 
you know, if you get like get rid of this, like don't get rid of it. I want it right. back. And I got it autographed at a show, at a in store, and he was fucking furious, <laughs> so mad. And then uh, right now, our buddy Rhino has that poster. Okay. So I think we may have, still in the community. Yes, <laughs> it's close enough. <laughs> so I think we may have posted that very early on. But yeah, we'll, you're right. We'll repost a good picture of that. Then they had the uh, label that runs beneath the streets, which was like, it was from the in-stores. I bought mine at the in-store. Yeah, and it had like, we talked about that earlier too. It had like the reddish background Mm -hmm. and it has like that classic photo now of like that era Mm -hmm. that they put on like the re-release vinyl. The vinyl has it from like that photo shoot, but it's not the same same picture. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same era for sure. Um, that was a big boy poster. I hated how posters back then were 24 by 37. Oh, yeah. Their their sizes are a little, like slightly too big for frames. Yeah. So you like kind of just wedge it in there. It's so annoying. Uh, then you had the reissue uh, in stores on June 22nd. Um, the Black Magic one was from the mall, which was like, again, them with the buildings behind yeah, them. Yeah, very strange photo. Doesn't yeah. really match. Like, They're the like off-center and shitty. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? And then it's the like cr- a CGI like castle. I always feel like it was behind him. <laughs> castle. <laughs> and then you have the uh, cryptic collection poster, which again is that era because it was sold at the gathering two thousand. Mm-hmm. So it's still technically like most tasteless era. Yeah, you know, it's not freak show. Era, I still have but... mine signed by uh, signed by them. Really? Yeah. You don't have it uh, up anywhere. It used to be behind the fridge back there, not framed like a fucking maniac. Because <laughs> it was from my bedroom, so it wasn't like in the best of shape. But if I get it in a frame. If I had a bigger space in the basement, hmm. not maybe, a lot of real estate left. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll see that in the near future. While we're on the topic of merch, we also got a voicemail from Brendan, our good buddy Brendan, who we've he's kind of like for. a resident uh, merch expert. I feel like I would have wanted. He's one of the two people who I would have wanted if we just had a straight up merch episode. Um, so let's see what he has to say. Hey all, this is Brendo. Just wanted to throw some uh, some background information out there, some little facts for everybody regarding everything surrounding Most Tasteless when it came out. They were firing on all cylinders, throwing out flyers to grab everybody's attention. Fat kids count as two, and some of just the sweetest merchandise they've ever put out. Nothing is as captivating as the Hoods logo. I remember trying to collect every color of the Most Tasteless shirt, finally achieving uh, and then having to break them all up. And I remember stories circulating around the earliest things they had, trying to figure out why they were or they weren't made. And I remember stories of prototype shirts being brought to be signed at uh, a gathering in 2004 and finding out that the slanted letter shirts weren't printed because they ended up looking too much like Little League jerseys, or at least that was the story at the time. And there was so much more that went into collecting everything back then, looking for different versions of everything, uh, trying to grab the shirts in different colors, trying to match all the way around. And it was just a uh, just a very awesome time of them really finding their own and having everything hit all at once. So Brendan kind of touched on some things that we just talked about. Um, that's a funny story about the slanted shirts yeah. <laughs> that they wanted them, but they look like Little League jerseys. That's <laughs> Quality shit. Or bad WB factions. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the core. They were good. Oh, what else can we talk about? We've talked about merch. We've talked about all of our stories, fixes. Um, let's get to uh, 
How about things that uh, or other songs that mention most tasteless? Oh, that's a good little little note. So, I think we joke when they mention or anyone mentions a word or a phrase. Like, obviously, it's not always a callback, right? It's just like yeah, sometimes always... just your brain connecting yeah, the dots. It's like, oh, someone says hocus pocus, and we <laughs> yeah. think like oh, but it's not. Like, right. there's a couple of those that quote unquote reference back here, but I didn't even mention mm-hmm. those. Um, I think the main ones here are DJ Clay uh, kept grinding. Mm-hmm. So that's, I forget which of his CDs that was on. It's one of the first two. It was either one or two. Yeah. Where everyone on Psychopathic at the time kind of their verse told their story. Mm-hmm. And fucking Madrox's verse on that was so fucking good about just they're growing into who they were. Yeah, and then that it, beat clicks with it, too, of, like, the gets yeah. higher and higher. <laughs> and then he just, I mean, obviously, we've played it before, and we'll play it again here, yeah. but talking about, the, you know, releasing Most Tasteless twice, which <laughs> we've talked about at Nauseam here. So. Yeah. Reference to most tasteless in the juggalo culture. If you that will. is such a sweet line. So dope, released it twice. <laughs> uh, Blaze in his version of Dead Body Man. Oh yes, this is a classic one. <laughs> Another instant classic, right? Classic of the classic. I mean, what a trio to drop to. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, a newer one for, uh, I don't know how, this must have been like if you spent X amount mm-hmm. on the m and web store, you got uh, the For the Fam 3 mm-hmm. uh, CD album if you will compilation yes uh, and i had a little bit of everyone from magic ninja at the time and uh your boy gibby he's a good guy he's a good guy yeah, yeah i enjoy is. his music and uh he has a song called a little fucked up <laughs> and he throws a most tasteless reference in there too so now i'm back in my habitat and you about to see me perish when it's about to be a skirmish you get cowardly no courage riding in that hoodie bumping most tasteless going sky high why would i lie i got my own spaceship stay sitting on medication when i say shit and they hate this when my lyrical weapon respiration a song or like i'm sorry mention. it's an album that i think people in this genre yeah grew up on so for sure influenced why, yeah I mean, why wouldn't you reference it time i'll give you influence him for sure and then just like you said uh you didn't say it my brain said it uh, <laughs> solidifying the uh cultural re- relevance of it the juggalo underground horrorcore whatever the fuck 
category you want to call it. <laughs> Whatever the fuck category you want to <laughs> call it. Uh, I agree. That's why we're doing this, right? Uh, what's next? What do you want to go to? I've been kind of steering the ship. Is there anything you want to talk about here? No, I, I like you rowing the boat and me uh, just dropping anchor when I need you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then let's uh, let's talk about... Eh, fuck. Let's go to another phone call. Why don't we? Let's go to... Oh, we're going to mix this in with something else. If we were thinking about doing different awards mm-hmm. throughout the show, which I only wrote down like two. Yeah, so the idea was a great idea, but we didn't have anything in mind of yeah, we need to, funny things. We need to like make notes as we go along for that. Yeah, next time. But uh, here's an award. I have one for um, uh, Parent of the Year. <laughs> so as we mentioned earlier, Sam, who mentions us all the time all on right. her uh, Instagram stories, she always mentions how she listens to us on Friday when she drops her kids off at school. So she listens to us in the car with no kids. Smart, smart move. Yes. What's not a smart move, well, she would win that award yeah. for Parent of the Year. Not Parent. Oh, I'm not saying he's a... Congratulations. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a bad parent, but the opposite of that would be this following voicemail from <laughs> our buddy Chris in Denver. It just fucking cracked me up. That was a long voicemail intro, but well worth it. Because goddamn if I'm not going to listen to the whole podcast now. Uh, that said, gentlemen, this is your boy Chris from Denver. You just saw me at Hollowick. Uh, two points to that I, I had to pause the podcast. One, yes, uh, as an avid listener of the Palcast, they did release the whole thing uh, on MP3. And it wasn't bad until they got to the, uh, the live uh, costume contest. You know, a 100% visual thing that does not play on, uh, on MP3 in the car. And uh, secondly, you know, I just got done dropping my, uh, dropping my little man off at daycare. Luckily, he's not, uh, he's not old enough to ask what jerking your boy in the bathroom means. Uh, so uh, love the pod. Keep it up. Later, boys. So, yeah, Chris listening to the podcast with his kids in the car, and we're talking about jerking your boy. Well, I mean, we have a little E if you're listening to it on uh, Apple, right? We have a little warning. It's I explicit. believe so, yeah. Uh, disclaimer. Maybe we didn't give a disclaimer early on. Maybe it's our fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're listening, that's all that we ask for, but probably shouldn't be doing it with your kids in the car. <laughs> Jerking your boy. <laughs> I'd like to say that we knew what episode that was. But who knows? That was really early on, so I mean, there's a lot of jack off early half of most tasteless that we we went through. Which maybe we should go back to that uh, apologies in order. For, I mean, we we can go right into that if you want. <laughs> we didn't we, we didn't uh, didn't do our official apology. Yeah, but. Uh, I, it's probably you. You're I think you're the one who insinuated Madrox has a tiny dick. I don't think uh, it was me. I think it was both of us. But if, <laughs> if you want me to take the brunt of this, um, we will. You're the legal frontier. To <laughs> we will take this uh, time to formally apologize to Mr. Jamie Madrox, aka the Multiple Man, aka whatever else he is known as. Used to be fatso. Now it's he's true. nice and skinny. Uh, we may have insinuated that the size of your penis was somewhere between small and average, mm-hmm. and we have no knowledge of said uh, size. No. We were just that was... saying this to be fun. It was in jest. It was in comedy. And as good friend 
Rhino pointed out, we might have misunderstood what he was saying in that line. <laughs> it, it all came from a, a mistake. But yeah. it definitely got, uh, we ran with it <laughs> throughout the year. And uh, some of us more than others, Chris, not me. Uh, but, but as we went along, other songs maybe have pointed out to us that his dick is not small to average. It's more like average to large. That's so quite possible. We don't know either one way or the other, but we do know we are wrong and speculating that it was tiny. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is wrong in using the word tiny, <laughs> making it sound tinier than it is. And maybe you, even if the lyrics were right, it still could be big. He just might have enlarged testicles. We yes, don't know. Uh, there's been a lot of nutsack talk. Yeah. And they could be very... Very prevalent in the juggalo world. Yes. It's like um, if, if your mailbox could be huge, but if you've got a big tree around it, you just you don't <laughs> see it for the size of the tree. So right. Maybe he doesn't shave, and maybe it looks small compared to the giant dreadlocked bush of pubic hair. The, the pubes could be an extra, like, six inches... <laughs> going around whatever like the penis is you know, I have no idea <laughs> they could, he could have rubber banded the spider legs of his pubic we live in Michigan in the winter you know you might need a little extra fluff <laughs> uh, so Jamie we, we are sorry yes we apologize we've never seen nor heard of said size whether it be length or girth or both <laughs> we've just assumed that it was short and pencil like it could be massive like oak tree. Yep. And your you know, your balls could look like a watermelon for all we know. Yes. That's why it did that. Or we were completely wrong in the lyrics, which is more, more likely true. Entirely possible. But <laughs> if there's one thing we do know, it's that you know how to use it. <laughs> no matter the size, it's getting used properly. Yeah, we've learned that throughout this album. Yes. How well <laughs> you work with it. <laughs> Tina definitely agrees. <laughs> Jenny wants to know. <laughs> oh, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Whew. All right. What's, I, I, I don't even know where to go. Let's just go to a voicemail. I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. Next. Yo, Chris, Pete. I just want to you know, give y'all props. What y'all doing is fucking cool. Showing off, you know, different stuff that Twisted does, did back then. You know, it taught me a bunch of stuff I didn't know. And, um, you know, um, you know me as either Sam Hain or Damien on Instagram. Yeah, props to you. Uh, whoop, whoop. I, I believe we know Sam Hain from the uh, from the Instagram, and we appreciate that you uh, dropped us a little email, or not email, a voicemail there. And if that's what we do, if we teach anybody anything. Yeah, that was one of the things we wanted to hopefully do is Nick's people who live that time, nostalgia, and if you didn't or if you didn't, didn't know all the inner workings. Yeah, give you a little backstory to stuff. So that was cool to hear for sure. Yeah, you could have been a fan of theirs for 20 years but not known anything about Chuck Morris. <laughs> so. I mean, unless you're in this area, for sure. I mean, we didn't know until we started digging. Yeah, no, there's always something to learn. So we appreciate the, uh, appreciate the what do you call it, phone call. Uh, speaking of phone calls, we were just talking off air. We are not going to play Denver Chris's drunken rant about rude, inappropriate <laughs> about college football. He, it was funny. He tried to mix making fun of Michigan football with like the famous Macho Man cream of the crop, <laughs> the promo. See, just, the, the problem is we we were hanging out with him 
at uh, Fright Fest, Halloween weekend, you know, Halloween weekend. And being from Denver, I just assumed he's a uh, Pac-12 fan. You know, I just assume he's not a fan of the SEC out yeah. that way. So, you know, they're in, they're also uh, not winning much in the Pac-12, not hanging with the big boys. So I was kind of shit-talking the SEC a little bit, not knowing he's an SEC fan. I think that came back to bite me. But, hey, I'll tell you what. If I get to see Michigan win the Big Ten beat Ohio State. I will gladly watch them get their dicks kicked in every single New Year's Eve. Be the greatest moment. <laughs> I'm no shame losing to Georgia, who's got 57 five stars on their team. Yeah, this is not a sports podcast. Oh, sorry, That's you just started it. I did. That's Christmas. I still love Denver, Chris. All right. So now that we're gotten, we've gotten all that stuff out of the way. I think we have some. Uh, some of the big things to hit before okay. we wrap this boy up. We're going to ask you some hard-hitting questions here. Let's go. Are you ready? Mike Clark or Scott Sumner? So, <laughs> we started this, and we started with all the Scott Sumner ones, and my some of my favorite tracks are Scott Sumner ones. Though, re-listening to the reissue and re-listening to those tracks I haven't heard in a while... I think when it comes to production and it oh, comes no. to no, don't do it. When it comes to a track, because you know, as we've learned, Sumner a lot of his beats. Not even know if they're his beats. We've yeah. heard varying stories that he said sometimes people would just come to the studio with stuff and he kind of clean it up, maybe add some things. Mm-hmm. And some of the songs are heavily sampled. Murder, murder, murder is like literally someone else's song. <laughs> oh, come on! Now. I'm just saying, when it comes to like the production of like this, this feels new and unique. I think I got to give the tip to Mike Clark for. For his tracks. Oof. We didn't... Uh, I should have interrupted you before you went Sorry. crazy with us. If you're keeping track at home, uh, we split it in two, and it's almost pretty even. Mm-hmm. If you take out the smoke breaks, Sumner and ROC together, you have Secondhand Smoke, Die Motherfucker Die, Murder, 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 Somebody Dissing You, How Does It Feel, She Ain't Afraid, What the Fuck, and Renditions of Reality. Mm-hmm. Mike Clark is intro, if you count that. <laughs> First day out, meet Cleaver, 85 bucks an hour, rock the dead, blink, spin the bottle, bury me alive, and hound dogs. See, so you're he splitting, has more, splitting that into two EPs, if right. you will. He has more tracks that I'm tossing off of the album, but I just feel like production-wise, the ones that he brings to the table are more unique and more original. I guess as we've listened to some of the samples on the Sumner ones. They're original in the fact that they all have ICP on them. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the, the, the beat <laughs> and the song, the music. No, I'm just saying the songs. If you yeah. had a, if those are two EPs, you're listening to the Mike Clark one. No. I'm going off of production of whose who's beat, who's... If, if we're just going to okay. say songs... I'm going to go Sumner's. Yeah, you're buying the Sumner EP. Yeah, if it's song, but then you're factoring in Twisted's lyrics. You're factoring in, uh, the, that you're ignoring that the sam- some of them samples are heavily what's you're, making that track. So, you're so wishy-washy. You can't even <laughs> stick with one I thought thing. the discussion was whose production uh, do you give the tip to? I think it's obvious that Mike Clark has a better production because he was more well-rounded yeah. and had more tools in his toolbox. I don't know. I would agree with you. I think Mike Clark is, at the time, the songs just pop more. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick an EP, I think I'm going with the Scott Sumner one. Yeah, it's hard to ignore the tracks on that one. All right, so we've agreed. 
<laughs> the Scott Sumner version is better. Uh, <laughs> I like the tracks better. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know if I per se the album is better. So you would... Okay. <laughs> I'm done with you. Ranking of the songs on the CD. Mm-hmm. We can't just rank like top to bottom, but have we determined what your favorite is? Do you have a favorite track on this album? It's Secondhand Smoke. Starting hot. Secondhand Smoke. And that might be just all nostalgia because that was like the first one I've heard from them. Just hearing that that beat kick in and yeah, to, to, to represent the East Side, no peace. That's like it's so hard to top that. It uh, is. As we revisited all this stuff, I appreciated uh, what the fuck more. I I agree with that one. That one was one I feel like, like I said I always get it confused with. Uh, how does it feel? How does it feel? Because I was just looking at <laughs> both of those, and I we've talked about these for. Weeks and months, and I still don't know the difference between the two <laughs> yeah. without singing them. But after listening to that so many times, um, what the fuck stands out? Revisiting Blink, that one also. Blink's an interesting was one. Was one that you, I feel like I haven't listened to in forever, and now I'd be, it would be in my rotation almost. I've been digging it lately. Uh, yeah, if, if I just had to maybe round out a top five, and I'm not even looking now, I'm just going to top my head. I'm saying Secondhand Smoke, Rock the Dead, Renditions of Reality, maybe What the Fuck. What about Spooky Boogie? <laughs> yeah, there's there. See, Sumner's getting too much credit for just <laughs> hey, having a badass, hey, wait a <laughs> badass Can song from '70s prog rockers. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's tough. That's a really hard, hard question to lay out to anyone. And if anyone out there wants to chime in either voicemail well, maybe not voicemail because we're not going to play this after the fact but if you want to call us you can maybe um, we'll post to instagram you know you can post those stories or you have a question yeah sometimes you can share people's responses yeah what is your favorite track off this of album both albums i don't know it's hard not to go with the with the hits right mm-hmm. i don't know if i have an answer Meat Cleaver. She ain't afraid. <laughs> uh, I'll give you that. She ain't afraid's got a banging beat, though. It does. Banging something else. <laughs> I, how does it feel? Is way higher than I thought it would have been. Yeah. Um, I may still have to go with Murder, Murder, Murder. Oh, wow. Number one. You I like think. the story, though. Yeah, I, I'm a story person, which I think we talked about early in the season, and we didn't really talk about it in this episode, that I really thought... This album fits perfectly for what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if many other albums will fit. Like, that has the number of stories, the number of references. Mm-hmm. Like, it's this is just all kind of encompassing perfectly for what we're doing. And I think that song kind of fits it perfectly. So maybe, yeah. maybe just the gimmick of what we're doing rehashes that for me. But yeah, I've always liked songs like that and Prom Queen and just storytelling and for the except for the purpose of this those are the best ones because we could dig into the, the details of how long he was jacking off and like <laughs> <laughs> we got really out of control on that one so it's funny that you bring that up this may not affect anyone other than just us <laughs> what's your favorite episode that we did yeah that would i mean that might be it that one was fun huh i i think <laughs> i may have to go first day out yeah, first day out was a fun one too. Again, another story of dissecting just so much stupid shit in it. Yeah, 
at first I thought we were thinking, oh, well, just what are they talking about? References, but God, <laughs> songs like that, you could just go line by line. Right. What kind of steak did he have? Where did they eat? How did they get there? Yeah. Those ones are fun because they're, they're goofy and so like it's weird dissecting ones that you could tell they're trying to be serious and if something goofy's in it you feel weird like calling it out or whatever but ones that are you know have actively goofy shit in it of like yeah. <laughs> uh talk about like uh sitting with his dad or your daddy and uh telling yeah. her to front the bill and all the <laughs> shit like that and it's interesting that i think when it's something like supernatural we're like oh they're, yeah they're just using words for words but right when it's stuff like very distinctly now i'm thinking and i still think this when i listen to it first day out on both versions did he take that money or did the father give it to him i always think that but then again i'm kind of shifty is like hey i stole that from him yeah i took it that his dad handed him like here's make sure you have my daughter a nice night out and he just pocketed it <sighs> yeah i don't know like <laughs> these are things that we can debate you can't debate Someone uh, other stupid shit, but stuff like that is like an interesting conversation. It might have been just one of the posts we we're discussing the, all this goofy shit, and we were kept saying like they're going to KFC, but someone was like they were meeting at the KFC and then going to the fine restaurant, like a little stupid shit Why? like that. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you meet at the KFC? You aren't gonna enjoy <laughs> their fine mashed potatoes. He does literally say we'll meet around the corner at KFC, but they don't say they're going anywhere else from there. Yeah, yeah. I assume it was around the. Yeah, I don't know. How do you even call her? Did they, like, go back to, like, one of their houses or apartments? Or did they, like, have a cell phone? Like, how did he call? No, none of them had cell phones. Yeah, how did he call this girl? <laughs> Payphone outside the KFC? Maybe. It's like the wire. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> using burners all over the city. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, for me, it's hard to top either first day out or murder, murder, murder for best episode, right? Uh, they were They're the most fun. Most fun. She and Afraid was funny for, for obvious for reasons. reasons. Uh, the one with Garrett was super funny. Yeah, and that's interesting. I think it's something fun to do, bringing on outsiders and just making them listen to these songs that we've heard so many times and just secondhand, like, take for granted. Like, the amount of times they talk, talk about nutsacks and you're just like... <laughs> Nads. <laughs> uh, if we're going to do another award, we might as well just drop one on Garrett right now. His, what episode was he on? He was on Spin the Bottle, right? Yeah. We had more listens of Spin the Bottle <laughs> than uh, numerous other episodes combined. Yeah. Right? Like, I haven't looked at the numbers in a while, but he brought fuck. A, I'm guessing you brought a lot of outsiders uh, to the table. <laughs> or he just sat there and replayed it over and over <laughs> again. I don't know how that episode has as many numbers as I mean, those. he has a cult following for his own world <laughs> it literally has triple of the next closest right mm. Fuck. yeah i don't know how <laughs> i think brendan is just listening to it on repeat when he goes to bed just to <laughs> just to get our numbers up which we appreciate everyone but, do that yeah but god why that episode <laughs> do we have anything else favorite producer favorite track favorite episode i think we've kind of oh I think we have one more thing before we get yeah start wrapping it up unless you have something else. Uh if if yours is not this one, this is the one I was thinking. If you had to pick definitive most tasteless oh. original or reissue. Oof. I hate to give two different answers like you do <laughs> all the time. <laughs> what? 
if you're going to give the CD to someone to get them into the Juggalo world, I think you have to give them the island version. But if you're if it's which one I would listen to, it'd be the original. Uh, Only because of like how we talked about Hound Dogs, um, Spin the Bottle, even like Rock the Dead, like that is more encompassing of the psychopathic slash juggalo sound of mm-hmm. the time. So that's more of a sampler of what you'd be getting into. And that was I was gonna I was gonna pick the reissue, not thinking I'd pick the reissue when we started this. More so because it feels more cohesive and because you're a mark for the violent judge. <laughs> that's, that's besides the point. <laughs> it feels more. Uh, if flows more of a cohesive album to me as like i said it has a sound of the time where i feel like it was we and maybe it just became us discussing it that way that the first original one had like mm-hmm. a few different sounds and i felt like they're trying to work it's through and figure chompe. out yeah you got the old house of crazies you got whatever they brought to the table and then psychopathic what they wanted to hear where a year later they do the reissue and i think if you just dropped 85 bucks an hour it flows good you have the two you have a goofy track early on maybe hound dogs or no spin the bottles a little early on the reissue yeah because you have like a few songs in that pops up if you remove 85 bucks drop that down a few and then end with hound dogs you have the two goofy tracks and the rest kind of flow better to me i guess one thing i didn't do was listen straight through the island version mm-hmm. um to see how it flows but just looking at the the track listing like and we talked about i kind of agree but i don't know and it's I'm hard t- to do it because up until this point, the reissue is like the definitive one you've heard because the you know Island's not going to reissue most tasteless. It's an album that's not going to give them much money. They have, right. you know it's kind of randomly left from this old era, and that's not finding its way anywhere. Yeah, like we alluded to, and I think we were talking about like earlier in this week. Like, why is that not anywhere? But yeah, I I took it off of. I looked at Island reissued. Malenko and Jekyll Brothers on vinyl. Because they own, because Island. Yeah, and those are pretty huge albums for a band that's, you know, not huge, but pretty well known. So they put those out for Record Store Day, small runs. Maybe now, this twisted kind of has gotten into uh, Record Store Day and all that. Maybe Island would do it, but I'm like, that's the only reason. It's not like on their radar. Yeah. And I imagine ICP fights, fought. Because they had to get those for that box set. And I think that's about the time those popped up on streaming. Because there was a time where those weren't on streaming. I feel like those island... Yeah. When, when they first showed up on Spotify, there was a few songs. Like, Bizarre Bizarre was missing, I feel like. So I imagine they fought to get those on. There's no reason for them to fight to put Most Tasteless Reissue on. Like, they don't care why <laughs> I, that's... I feel like ICP put those in the box set and just didn't care. Like, they just had, like, a surplus of CDs. And just... I thought they had to, like, cut a deal to, like, get at least Riddlebox on there. I don't know. Which is owned by someone else. Yeah, Battery, Jive, yeah. whoever is now owning all that. But yeah, like... I don't know. It's not like Twisted has the rights to Most Tasteless, so there's no reason for them to argue for Island to put it out there. So Psychopathic's not. Island doesn't care. So it's just kind of like lost in limbo lost there. Lost shuffle. Yeah. But even like streaming. Like, yeah, it's just weird that it's not on... Because Magic Ninja has a playlist of it on their YouTube, and that's about the only place you're going to find it. Yeah. Because that's just something you compile together and throw on there. So it's not 
But it's not, you're not buying it, you're not finding it on streaming you're not services. making anything from it. But yeah, now that we've revisited it, I feel like it would be the more definitive version of the album. Well, that's your opinion. <laughs> it may not be the right one, but it is an opinion on the loss. One last thing, I think, before we get into our final. We were running a contest for the vinyl, and I think we'll have that on social media, right? Or yeah. do, do we want to announce that now? I think we'll just, we'll give people time as the season, like we still have time. Right. But the season still, still runneth over. Yeah, before we kick off season two in the next week or so, we'll yeah, we can, announce the winner. We can even do that on the first episode of next True. season. So uh, as you're listening to this, don't forget to go on to Twitter and retweet the pinned tweet. You can go to Apple or Spotify and leave a review. Mm-hmm. Spotify may be a little weirder, so if you can do Apple, Apple may be the best way to go. And then go to Instagram and find the certain special post and <laughs> like it and tag, tag a, friend a friend on it. And uh, we can repost that, too. Yeah. Right? So One last time for anyone who missed out. One last time to win that fabulous prize. So, all in all, overall... Before we tie this in a bow, where do you rank this CD in Twisted's history? I guess I was thinking Twisted history, but if you wanted to go like psychopathic slash juggalo, juggalo history, but I, that's tough. Because yeah. how could you go any higher? You couldn't go like, I don't know. However you want to answer that question, you go right up. Uh, I won't put a definitive number when it comes to, ju- when it comes to juggalo, at least. I'll say it's a top 10 how about that top 10 juggalo release yeah if you were to take 10 albums from the juggalo world i think you'd have to throw almost tasteless in there that's an interesting take how was it can you <laughs> now i'm putting you on the spot what 10 how is that not higher Oh, I thought you were telling me it shouldn't be in the 10 <laughs> no i'm saying like i can't believe it's higher than that i mean it could be but it's hard to just throw it at five, like, you know, the top five. You have six Joker cards, you got a Colt. Oh my God. <laughs> Go through. <laughs> I'm not saying all six have a chance to be in the top five, but you have six there you got to dig through. Some later releases are good. Blaze is in there. E- are we counting Esham? Esham's in there. <laughs> You're such a mark. So I'm just saying top 10 for sure. All right. So how about just Twisted? Twisted? Can you do that? Top three. I I hate to say it, but I, I agree. I don't know if I could definitively put it as one or two. You don't want to you don't want to go so far and say one. I mean, you don't want to say like top three or five because you're like, oh, it's the first one, and you yeah. love them because you love that era. You're just giving nostalgia vibes, but I think it, it for sure is in there. For me, I think it's most tasteless, Green Book, Wicked. As a top three, although the new ones, I in time may get there mm-hmm. and could be a top five, um, but I just to to counter what you said, like to have a new one so high is kind of hard, you know. Like I might be in the same boat on those three though. For if you're saying Twisted, Green Book for sure is. Yeah, it's it's hard to leave Freak Show out, but I don't know. It's just, it's not. I think there's a lot you kind of could skip on there, and it's like I don't know. That sound is like. Almost getting like too new, new, new metal, <laughs> new, <laughs> new metal. metal. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's good, and there's like, if you're going like best songs, most yeah. popular songs, it probably has 
two well, or three yeah. of the top ten. Like just sure. on, I'll be yeah, the rest of it's kind of. There's some head scratchers on there. But unless I'm missing something, yeah, I'd, I'd say that's my top three in no particular order. I've got yeah, Green Book, most say so, yeah, for sure. I'm saying top two because I don't know who the third one would be. There's a few that maybe Wicked's up there. But, yeah, the fact that I have to like question it thinking it out, I'm going to say yeah. top two. All right. Yeah, I'm going top three. If you are a new fan and you have not listened to much other uh, Twisted CDs, I would go back and give all, give them all a listen, listen in order. I think they're all on uh, streaming mm-hmm. services, right? Maybe you have another favorite, but for us, I think that's where this lands. We we did this podcast, and we'll see. Maybe it'll drop. Maybe it'll rise. I think it rise for you. I think you uh, came in. I don't know. Not I, as high on I it. I think originally I was thinking, oh, it's got to be the best. But then hitting some of the songs, like oh god, this is kind of scary. <laughs> But I don't know. I think it landed uh, fairly. Right. So, again, if anyone out there has any notes where you think this CD lands, feel free to let us know. And as we're letting you know to let us know, we'll tell you where to let us know. (laughs) Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of those fun social medias. That's at JuggaloRWD. The website is juggalorewind.com. You can email us at juggalorwd at gmail.com. Or you can give us a call at 810-666-1570. Right? I haven't said that number in a long time, so it's just making sure it's been quite a while since we've recorded. So I think those are all the social medias, all the other fun stuff. Again, we go through songs or albums one at a time, song by song. And if you haven't listened to anything yet from this album, go back and listen. You know, there's, it's always going to be sitting there for you to, to go back to. We're, we're not going to take them down by any means. So. No. Just because we go on to something different doesn't mean you can't spread the word about Most Tasteless. Exciting, though. New Horizons. We're on to Season 2. Are we uh, going to drop a little hint-ski on what we're doing for Season 2, or are we just going to straight out say it? No, I don't think we say it. I think we make it a... We had a Hinsky earlier on. We were talking about special pairings to it. If you go back and listen to us discussing maybe pairings of alcohol to it. We didn't like give any hints, though, did we? No, but we were discussing oh. uh, uh, what yeah, to have. That's, no. That's, that's, a, that's a hint. I don't think it's a good enough hint. I, no. think, I think we need to give them a little more. I think we should tell people that it's a uh, collaborative group album. Yeah, give me them fucking nuggets, bitch, or I'll smack your fucking face. <laughs> I, w- I wish that was it. Or if it was, we'd get kicked off on Twitter because Chris posts lyrics from Goldies and I have, gets According to Twitter, I threatened the Insane Clown Posse on Twitter. <laughs> you threatened Madrox's manhood by talking about his yeah. penis size. Yeah. If Twister needs to be mad or Madrox needs to be mad at anyone, it shouldn't be us. It should be t- Twitter for allowing us to talk about his dick being tiny. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's all I got. Are we wrapping up most tasteless? Is yep. that it? For your mind. The rest will follow. Yep. Thanks, Envoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many good samples, too. I guess we could say what our favorite sample is, but it's got to be Gentle Giants, yes. right? That was the best, the best find of the entire... Uh, Morris was a fun commercial to find, but Spooky Giant, for sure, was the best find. Oh, why don't I say gentle giant? Sp- <laughs> I know, spooky, spooky boogie. boogie. Sorry, it's getting late. <laughs> oh man, we gotta go. 
Uh, I wish we'd like send this off in a montage of stuff, kind of like the old uh, like uh, when the six arrives and they're like playing all the songs and you're like dancing. I just want to play all the different things here, a little montage. It's like a Golden Girls episode where they just like show the best of from yeah. the season, all the fun stuff we did. Well, if you want to know the fun stuff, it's always right there for you to listen to. Yeah. So it's always going to be there, and we're going to be there in season two, which. We should have, I'd say, in a couple of weeks if you're listening to this live. Yeah, we've done a little research already, so right around the corner. Yeah, we took a nice little break, so we don't need to take another huge break, but maybe we'll get another bonus episode or two in here, and then uh, we'll start season two, which will be right around the corner. So thank you for listening to this and the entire season one. This is Peter, and Chris is getting ready to polish off his Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> Go a little nighty-night. <laughs> yeah, it's very late. <laughs> and uh, we will see you on Season 2 of The Juggalo Rewind. All music played in this episode and in this entire season is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. Season 1 of The Juggalo Rewind, Most Tasteless, has been produced and distributed with full permission from Magic Ninja Entertainment. Thank you to George, Mike, Dustin, and Twisted, and everyone at Magic Ninja for allowing us to do this podcast for you. For now, it is